pregnant? Thinking of getting pregnant? Innova Loudon Hospital's expansion allows us to offer you bundles of childbirth options close to home. Surround yourself in comfort and calm in our new spa-like labor and delivery suites. And our new and enhanced NICU offers you peace of mind if your newborn needs special attention. We'll coddle you and your baby with exceptional care. Learn more at anova.org slash new beginnings. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in. It's a glorious Wednesday in the capital city. We say hello to you, and we've got a great show lined up all the way until 3 o'clock today. Uh, Pat Hardy, all Hawkeyes, will join us at about 1225. Yes, it is the not-interested tournament, but we're interested tonight uh, because Iowa plays against South Dakota and that game uh, coming up, uh, they changed the time, right, Trent? It's 8, eight o'clock? It'll be an 8 o'clock tip-off on ESPN2. There you go, where you can ESPN2. Okay, uh, Lee Sterling from Paramount. It's always great when Paramount Sports' Lee Sterling comes on the show. Uh, he'll be here at about one twenty. Uh, John Walters, live from gorgeous Milwaukee. Uh, at one forty, the latest on the Cyclones. They went. They've gone a couple of practice sessions. Now we'll talk to John, and then Kevin Lehman coming up with more hoop conversation at about two twenty. How are you, kid? You all right? Yeah, yeah. Good night of hoops last yeah. night. Got going. A uh, decent game in the battle of the sixteens. Yeah. That was fun to watch. K State runs away. K and- State, but they just they were they just refused to quit in that game. And you call it the not interested tournament. I was interested last night. Uh, Georgia Tech, Indiana. That was yeah. a fun game. Late in the evening, Bakersfield throttling Cal. And uh, much like we talk about in bowl games. Right. You know, it's about who wants to be there. Yes. And you could see last night that Bakersfield game. You could see it with Indiana, Georgia Tech. If you don't have motivation in the NIT, you're going to get You're going to get beat, yeah. Now, Iowa tonight, they've said all the right things. Yes, they have. They've said and- all the right things. They talked about the development of the program, right. what this means how important it is for these guys. And, you know, if it was a a team that came in that had a lot of expectations, came in, had a lot of veterans, those kind of things, we've seen it happen before. Mm -hmm. Iowa's gone out there and got plunked. They went down one year to St. Louis and got beat in the opening round down there. They had to play in St. Charles uh, because the arena at Carver wasn't available. I think there's a women's tournament going on. We saw them play LSU one year, just an awful basketball game. It's about motivation. Yeah. And motivation plays a big part. I think I was going to be motivated tonight. I agree, and I think the motivation standpoint, if they're not when they walk in the building, they've sold over 11,000 tickets. Mm -hmm. So the fans, and these might be real fans, not the ones that just sit there and knit and pick their nose. Well, they're all real fans. But real fans who will show up and actually cheer for the team and stand up and hopefully get excited. You know, this is a lot of times a chance for people that a normally can't get to cover. Correct, that is right. Uh, for people that don't have season tickets, and you can get good tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get tickets that normally aren't available. So you can sit midcourt, you can sit low. Those are the things that people snatch those up early yep. so they can get over there. Uh, the the cha- change, though, in start time. Uh, one of my buddies was going over, bringing his girls with him. Okay, makes it a little more difficult. 
Uh, luckily, it's spring break this week. It for, is spring break for the right. kids. So yes, not as big of an impact, but for people that don't have spring break, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. That's that's right. If you were driving from here, mm-hmm. the two hour drive over, then after the game, it's after midnight when you get oh, back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you're you're looking at game getting over a little after ten, right? Out of the arena, ten fifteen, ten twenty, traffic getting back. I mean, you're twelve thirty, twelve forty five, right. eighty one. By the time you even hit the pillow, mm-hmm. and then winding your way down, I mean, it's, yeah, then you have to try to sleep. You got right. a wake up call, and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, for moments like that, you know, yeah, the kid might be groggy going to school the next day. Yeah, but those are memories that you don't get a whole lot. No, I agree. You know, no, I and, agree. And and if maybe you, you have wifey beating down. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. Just say, put this one on dad. Yeah. Maybe they'll get home the next day from school, and they'll have to go to bed at 7 o'clock because they're how, tired. How, well, fortunately, and you referenced this, there is no school because of break. But how— uh, well, I'm just speaking in general. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how old are the kids that he was taking with him? Uh, I think uh, sixth grade and third grade, something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they're just, like, dying to go. Dying yeah. to go. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just speaking in general. Right, I'm yeah. leaving my buddy out of okay. I'm just speaking for people that are thinking about it. Yeah. Maybe you got wife uh, saying, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Kids got... Hey, yeah. Dad will put this, put this one on Dad. We're yeah. going over. Yeah. We'll make it work. They can sleep on the way home. They can get some Z's there. They'll get some They'll Z's in the right. car. They'll, They'll be, be fine. Right. Yeah, it's the old man who has to get up in the morning and then try <laughs> to focus. You got that right. How many cups of coffee can I throw down here while I'm at work? Look, this is, uh, it'll be fun. Uh I'm looking forward. The only reason I'm looking forward to it is because I was playing, but I'm looking forward to watching this game. And it's so funny because with the teams that you just referenced and the upsets that took place in the NIT, mm-hmm. I was got a pretty good path. They do. Yeah. I mean, it really opened up for them when you think about it. Yeah, on the bottom half of the bracket yeah. that I was in, the Iowa Quadrant, as they called it yeah, in the yeah, NIT Iowa selection. Quadrant. Show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Richmond beat Alabama and yeah. Oakland. Beat Clemson. Yeah. So, you know, we were all uh, laughing when we saw the bracket. Oh, look, we're going to get a rematch of the national championship game with Clemson, Alabama. Yeah. Both those teams get beat at home. You know, Blossom game's a really good player. They were up huge in that they game. Clemson were. Was, they were. And just fell apart in the second it's half. Amazing. I, I, I was baffled. I mean, that's why they, that's why they're in the NIT. I saw the uh, I saw the score early as I was looking and kind of scrolling through some things. And, yeah. oh, Clemson's got this made. And that was a team I was most concerned about sure. from, from an Iowa perspective. And then I uh, look uh, a little closer at 8 o'clock. Oakland's up. I'm like, oh, my score app must be wrong. Yeah, it must they, be they wrong. They were down 25. Yeah. No? <laughs> how, about, how about at Georgia Tech, where Passioner, the coach, how many, how many tickets did he pay for? Because he, he let the students in for free. He, like, bought, yeah. like, I don't know how many. He Stu- said that any student yeah. at Georgia Tech that wanted to go to the game, he'd buy their he'd, tickets. He'd buy their ticket. He'd that buy was their it. ticket. Yeah. It's a good way to uh, build yep, some goodwill. Exactly. And the environment was great. It was a great environment. And Georgia Tech's environment usually sucks. It does. It's, it's an awful, awful tough, place. Tough to win. Outside of Duke. Yeah. When Duke comes in or Carolina, something yeah, like they, that. They don't draw at all. It is terrible. Yeah. And it's it's a weird arena. Yeah. Have you been to that arena? I have arena? not been in that was one. It? What's it called? Uh, I can't even think of what it's called, but it's weird. It's kind of got some... It's called the weird arena. It, it is. It's an odd <laughs> configuration, but it was it was pumped up last yeah. night. It was cool yeah. to see. Had noise in it. It was good. So where does Indiana turn now? First of all, for people wondering, Indiana was the higher-seeded team, and that's why they were wearing the white uniforms last Correct. night. Correct. Even though they were playing on the road. They were the three-seed, and uh, Georgia Tech was the six in the Syracuse quadrant. I love using the quadrant. Uh, but... <laughs> 
Indiana first said, well, we, we have some renovations going yeah. on. Yeah. We, we have some things we're doing to Assembly Hall. That proved to be false. So then they changed their, well, the students are on spring break. You know what the real reason was. Well, yeah, they didn't want uh, Kareem to walk on court and get booed exactly. like crazy on national TV. Absolutely. That's what, that's what the story is. They didn't want it to be, A, maybe a bunch of no-shows. Right. Where you got a building that seats almost 18,000. Yeah, and it's half empty. Uh, maybe even more than that. Yeah. Which would be uh, some bad optics or what you said, the booing that would be cascading down upon and, him. And here's the other thing, too. If they would have lost at home, how much worse mm-hmm. would it have been? So does Indiana make a move? Got to. The buyout's $4 million. Yeah, I know. That's manageable at Indiana. I saw that. Remember, if they, they get Big Ten Network money. They're fine. They, they're fine. I, I did see, too, but if they wait till they can't. But if they waited till July, the buyout's only one mil. Right. But, it's, but they can't do that. It's a non-starter. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that mentioned before. I just shake my head. You're not waiting till July right. to fire your coach to no. save $3 million. No. If yeah. you're going to do it, you do it now. You do it now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a tough spot. Does Crane, does Crane, before they do this, does Crane call Missouri and say, hey, I'll take your gig? And then that way they can say, hey, coach is leaving because he got an offer at yeah. Missouri? We saw it happen in Iowa City. Yeah. Steve Alford. Yeah. He, he took the New Mexico. Yeah. He, he knew that going into the next season. Yes. They were losing uh, Adam Huesca. Mm-hmm. They had Tyler Smith coming back who ended up transferring to Tennessee, but at the time looked like he was coming back. But it was a team that certainly was not built to look like an NCAA tournament team. And it was pretty much an edict at the time from Barta right. that you need to be an NCAA tournament team next year. So Alford got out before the posse got him. He did. And it's a, a thing that many coaches have done. Right. Yeah, I think it's a smart thing. Yeah, he's not the only one who's, no, done, no. who's done this. You know, if you're a college coach, it gets to the point that after, unless you have done something to build the stature of a program Correct. or get it back at a level— I think it makes a lot more sense to get out like Alford did. Mm-hmm. Get out like we've seen many coaches. Tubby Smith. Yep. You know, that was another one. Now, Tubby was let go at Minnesota, but he got another job and a landing spot. He left Kentucky, though, before that. That is correct. He wasn't fired, but he took the Minnesota job. And I think a lot of people said, well, why, why in God's name well, would you leave Kentucky for Minnesota? Because you were going to lose your job. Exactly. Short of winning a national championship the next year. Right. That's what was going to happen. And, and I think coaches in general. I think it would be maybe a bit smarter to do things like that instead of waiting for the axe to fall. Mm-hmm. And Unless you have a seven, huge buyout. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, who, Even with who that. Who knows? Even with that. Yeah. I mean, you could go to another spot and get a good buyout. Right. So I think just for the longevity and just for the stature of you, I mean, look at how Steve Alford rebranded himself in New yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Now, not success in the NCAA tournament. Surprise, surprise. But... He was able to parlay that into the UCLA job. Right. If he had it on his resume, though, that he was fired at Iowa. Mm-hmm. May, may he, not have got that New Mexico gig. Might not have gotten New Mexico gig. Probably wouldn't have got the UCLA I gig. I agree with so that, yes. I think it makes a lot of sense for coaches to do that. And for Kareen, I think it would. Yeah. Now, Missouri, you have to look at that from that spot. Can you win there? I think you can. I think so. I think you can. There's plenty of talent. Look at all the talent that's left oh, the state of Missouri. Oh, God, I know. I agree with you on that 100%. I mean, Tyler Cook. Yeah. Tatum. Yeah. yeah. Duke. Yeah. There's you, talent all through all there. All over. Kansas can't get them all. No. <laughs> Jayhawks can't get no, them all. Nope, you're right. And uh, for the national guys, I mean, you can get that thing. And in the SEC, there's certainly an oh, ability to jump up in that conference. There's two teams. I, I'm discounting Vandy at this time because... And and I think that uh, it's Bryce Drew who's the coach at uh, Vandy now. Mm-hmm. I think that he'll eventually do a pretty good job. I really do. 
But right now, you have two teams. Obviously, Kentucky. The other's Florida. You just talked about Alabama getting beat at home in the mm-hmm. NIT. Arkansas is decent. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mike, Mike Anderson's he's, been all, he's right, all there. right there. They're back in the tournament. Yeah. I put Vandy in that same kind of boat. They're good. Yeah. They're solid. Yeah. You know, they are what they are, but it's not like you're scared of those no. programs. Hell and no. and even, even Florida with yeah. Mike White. Yeah. You know, it's to get them back to the level that Billy Donovan had them, uh, that's, that's a stretch. Yes. That's a stretch to get there. Not just the back to back national championships, but even competing and being in the top 12, 15 every single year, he's not quite at this level. Had a nice year this year. He did. How sustainable is that for mm-hmm. him? So, yeah, there's absolutely a chance to move up. And, and if the conference kind of moves up with you, where there's going to be years, if, if the SEC continues to improve, where they're going to get six, seven teams in right. there. Out of a 14-team conference in Missouri, absolutely. They have the pedigree, brand-new arena, yep. lot to sell, yep. great local recruiting base. You can do good things Well, there. the issues that took place on campus, is that still parlayed into everything or do you think we have now gotten past that i really don't know i mean i i don't know how that plays into just athletics in general right it is if kids really look at that seriously i you know i have family down in st louis okay and when they talk about missouri yeah and my brother-in-law is african-american okay doesn't have the best things to say he knows people that went to missouri and said it's it's different. It's okay. It's different. That's that's okay. Especially coming from St. Louis. I'm glad Colum- he said. I'm glad he said that. Columbia is a different kind yeah. of place, yeah. and it's one that they kind of scratch their head. They were talking about going to a Missouri football game uh, last year because the Rams aren't there anymore. Oh sure, so yeah. We want to watch yeah. some good football. Yeah. And then he said, "Eh, I don't know if I want to go to Columbia for a while." Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so I don't know. You know, who knows what inside of high schools is said? You know, things like that. If recruiting is more difficult, it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. It wouldn't surprise me if that's the case. But to be honest, I really don't know. Okay. All right. I was just curious about that. We've got a uh, terrific show. Uh, We're going to get to Pat Hardy here in a little bit. Iowa is on the hardwood tonight. Over 11,000 tickets have been sold. Uh, The weather is not going to be an issue. Uh, The game, in case you were on your way, it is not at 6. It is now at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock tip tonight. Uh, The reason for that is is because of the big snowstorm in the east. And they say, well, that doesn't affect Iowa or South Dakota. Well, it did TV-wise because Syracuse was supposed to play the early game yesterday at 6 Mm o'clock against UNC Greensboro. They couldn't because of all the snow. So Syracuse-UNC Greensboro is the early game at 6 o'clock today. Probably uh, Bayheim whining some more. Because Prob- initially when it was announced yeah. that the Syracuse game was being uh, moved back to today, uh, they said TV was just ESPN3. Watch ESPN right, was the right. only platform. And then very quickly that changed. That changed. So yeah. well, when Syracuse you have, draws. I was going to say, when you have 85% <laughs> Of the people that work at ESPN or Syracuse grads, that's going to change. <laughs> it seems a, that way. It sometimes. seems that way. It's a high number. It is. It is. But <laughs> it's also a draw. And it's also, you know, if they were playing another eight seed, if they were playing UC Irvine, they yeah. were playing South Dakota, Cal Bakersfield, I think it'd be different. But there's also a little, yes. a little intrigue with UNC Greensboro and the fun. I'll tell you one thing. I think Syracuse rolls tonight. Oh, I do too. I think they win by yeah twenty five. I mean, yeah. just yeah. just throttles UNC yeah. Greensboro. I'm with you. Greensboro's a good team. You know, I was kind of hoping I I had uh, made my prediction that it would be South Dakota just because logistically it worked out for Iowa, but I would have liked to see UNC Greensboro come in. You know why? 
Uh, didn't Fran coach there? He did, absolutely. Hey, see, I'm just not a pretty face You're here. You're not that, but uh, you got that one right. <laughs> UNC Greensboro, that was uh, one of the coaching stops that Fran had and took to the NCAA tournament. Uh, one there, Lehigh, and, of course, Siena that we all remember right. uh, with the Saints. So uh, that would have been a cool storyline, too. But the South Dakota one, pretty good. Trey Dickerson making his yeah. way back, his return. And uh, a South Dakota program that's done a nice job of building themselves up. You know, the Dakota schools in general, mm-hmm. all transitioning at different times over, what, the last 8 to 10 years? I'd say so, yep. That they made the move up. And, you know, there was a time a lot of people kind of scratched their head those schools all had a lot of success, especially North Dakota State, State. and South Dakota State yes. at the D2 level in basketball. They were competing for national championships, you know, making runs in the NCAA tournament for D2. A lot of people kind of said, ah, I'm not sure if this transition is going to work. They've recruited very well. All those schools go into Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. They get kids out of there. You look at North Dakota. Right. The Quentin Hook, Hooker kid is yep. from Minneapolis. You know, they do that. North Dakota's done a nice right. job of getting Iowa kids. South Dakota State has done the same. So, you know, it, it's cool to see, you know, somewhat of a local for us, you know, at least upper Midwest kind of thing. I always root for those schools. I oh, always sure. Do. Yeah. And it was good to see South Dakota finally break through and, and get to this level and win the Summit League this year. Watching North Dakota State. Now we got another connection with TJ Otzelberger mm-hmm. at Sodak State. So, uh, cool story. And, yeah. and I like to see them do it with local kids. A lot of Iowans always sprinkled in those teams. Mm-hmm. Those are kids that should be a Drake, though. Yeah, I know. Just saying. I, I'm just I saying. I'm, I, I, you're, you're preaching to the choir when, when we go down that, that road. I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Look, I, I'm looking forward to Watson, uh, watching uh, Mike Dom play. Mm hmm. I, I want to see how he matches up uh, coming up in the tourney. Against the Zags. Yeah, against the Zags. First 16 over one, Jimmy B? <laughs> Not happening. Is it ever going to happen? God, that's tough. I There's uh, been so many close calls. Yeah, but I just, there's just, too, generally, there's just too much talent. And even if you have one or two players on that number 16 team that are, say, are just going off. Now. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little different now than what it used to be. And the reason is, is because, A, three-point line, and, B, shot clock. Well, there was no three-point line before 16 seeds. They were introduced the same year. Oh, they were. You're right. Okay. All right. Okay. Doggone it. it I thought I had one on that. I thought I had you on that one. 1985. Yeah, it was. was God, think of that. 1985. uh, That's how long. 64 teams in the NCAA tournament. That's how long the three-point line. Close call, Jimmy B. We all remember Princeton. Yes. About getting Georgetown. Yes. The Princeton uh, still say that there was a foul there in the final play uh, against uh, Alonzo Mourning with the block shot there. Any other 16 ones jump out? Yeah, I got a few. I got a few that... You mean in this tournament? No, no, no. Oh, just oh. In, in memory. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yes. God, I'm trying to remember the name of that school. I wanted to say it was Northwestern State, but that's not it. But it's something like that. Norfolk State, something like that. Norfolk State upset Missouri as in a 15-2 a few years ago. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking All right, thinking you're of. struggling over I there. Was. I'm going to help you out. Okay, right, help here me we out. Go. Here's the close calls that I can okay, remember. Okay, because I all, did remember Norfolk State. Okay. Michigan State with Sean Respert, number one seed. Yes. They went to overtime with the 16. Not many people remember this one. People remember the Princeton one. Yes. Not many people remember this. 1991, I want to say. Okay. Michigan State went to overtime with Weber State before Harold the Show Archibald oh, okay. was there. Beef, well before, beef, about eight years yeah, before. Yeah, I was but, going to say. But uh, that's one of them. Albany had UConn on the ropes. 
Albany had a couple of Iowa kids on that team, Brian Lillis from Dowling and uh, Wilson kid that played over in oh, Cedar okay. Rapids. All right. They had them. I think they were up with about eight minutes to go in that game. UConn ended up winning by 11, something along those lines. Okay. Recently, remember Gonzaga, the year they lost to Wichita yes. when Wichita went on to the Final Four? They were down to Southern deep in the second half of that game. Southern University out of the swack. They were down there. There was a close call. First ever uh, year that had it, 1985. Duke was in a tussle with Mississippi Valley State okay. back in 85. So there have been close calls. Just hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. It's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to say it's going to happen within the next, what is it, 2017? Yeah. Next five years. Five years? I'm calling it. And it might next, happen this year. It might five? happen this year. I, I'm going wild, Jimmy B. Northern Kentucky is not going to beat Kentucky. Well, oh, that's, that's a 15 not, that's too. A 15. Wait a minute. Uh, um, uh, let's see. What do we got here? Kansas lose no, to Jim not, Less or to no, NC Central? No. Maybe. Maybe. No. Carolina's not losing to Texas. Well, no, Texas not, Southern. Texas Mike, Southern. That's who you Mike just Davis, talked about. Mike Davis. He's done a good job there. Sodak State. Nova's Kazaka. not going to lose. They're not losing to St. Mary's, you don't think? No. All right. No. Let me go. Gonzaga, South Dakota State. They got Mike Dobb. That's it. Well, what if he goes off for 48? Well, if he, if he does, it'll be... 95 to 50. And Reed Telluzin, <laughs> the uh, Iowa kid, he goes off for 30, and the Jackrabbits are moving on. I don't think that's going to happen. We can only hope. All right, we're going to get to uh, Iowa and their uh, NIT game tonight. Uh, it's coming up. Uh, Pat Hardy will be our guest. We're just underway. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Hi, Tom Bodette. Apparently, the hip thing for businesses to do these days is target millennials. So it may sound sus coming from this baby boomer, but Motel 6 is a V-great place for your squad to stay woke or asleep. The updated rooms are hashtag blessed with contemporary floors, bedding, and flat-screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Plus, their prices are always low AF. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll keep it lit for you. Book online at motel6.com. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee 
And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows and free shipping. Howdy, folks. KFC's Colonel Sanders here. You have someone in your life you want to get KFC's new $10 chicken share with? It could be a friend, more than a friend, or even a spouse. It's okay. Be brave. Go ahead and say, I want to get a $10 chicken share from KFC and share chicken with you. It's who you are. Don't be ashamed. Just head to a KFC and share nine extra crispy tenders, six pieces of original recipe, a lot of popcorn nuggets, or 12 hot wings. And don't be afraid to be who you are. KFC, it's finger-licking good. Limited time offer. Participating KFCs. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Hot wings not available to all locations. Trey Condon here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50. Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We roll till 3 o'clock today here on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, I've been working feverishly on my brackets I know that Trent was ragging on me yesterday about, oh, you're only going to do one. I do like 922 of them. So I told him today, all right, I'll do two. That's that's my number. But I have, and, and Trent always yells at me, uh, Brinson, you suck. Well, I do, but he says you suck because you never pick any upsets. You always go chalk. Well, chalk this, pal. I got Purdue in the final four. Whoa, Jimmy P. I got Notre Dame in the final four. Hey, Pat, Trent. So just chalk that. When we get a chance, I'll kind of roll through my bracket and we'll uh, do some comparisons. Now, the second one I do will be chalk. I just, all chalk? All number ones? Well, I don't know if I'll do that. Oh, okay. But it'll be pretty chalky. Pretty chalky. Yeah, but this one... You got to come on. You got to give me some props for stepping out on the limb here. I'll only give you props if you're right. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay. That's how you get props. Oh, well, if I'm right when I do chalk, you just yell at me. Well, you just went chalk. Exactly. <laughs> what fun is that? <laughs> we'll break down our break brackets a little bit later on. Right now, time to talk Hawkeyes. It is Pat Hardy from allhawkeyes.com with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Patrick, what's going on? How you gentlemen doing? We're doing great, Pat. Thank you for your time, as always. Look, I'm pretty impressed here uh, with the way that people have uh, grabbed tickets for tonight's game. I saw over 11,000. That's that's pretty good showing up for a first-round NIT game. Yes, it is. Now, um, the only problem is they most of those tickets, if not all of the 11,300, were sold with the understanding that the game would tip off at 6 instead of 8. And I know that's not a huge deal, but to some people it is a pretty big deal because I've had a lot of feedback on Twitter and um, social media from people saying, wow, that really makes it a lot harder to go. But I think there's definitely going to be a good crowd. I think fans have embraced this team, and I think fans are excited and think this team can maybe make a run in the in this NIT, which I think they can playing at home. Yeah, the bracket opened up for them as well on the bottom half with yep. Alabama and Clemson getting beat. Uh, before that, though, have to beat South Dakota and then the winner of TCU Fresno uh, to get into that quarterfinal round. All those games will be at Carver. Well, uh, before we look forward, Pat, a quick look back at the disappointment uh, out in Washington, D.C., out of this Hawkeye squad. It was a game that just got away from him in the second half. Indiana started hitting shots. The defense fell apart along with it, and, and the blowout was on as they moved through the second half of that game. How much takeaway do you have from that game? A blip on the radar or concerns about uh, the old style of defense coming back? I think it was more than a blip on the radar just because of the damage the loss did. I mean, obviously, they were one game from, they win that game from the looks of it, they were in the tournament. Mm -hmm. And so from that point of view, it's more than just a blip. It was unfortunate the way they did lose. I, I thought a bad sign right at the beginning was early on in transition um, Pete didn't make a real big effort to uh, get back on defense, and I thought that just kind of set the tone, at least for him during the game. He just never really – he seemed to step slow, a step off for the whole game, and it just he didn't bring a lot of energy, and I think that hurt them eventually in the second half when other guys ran out of ways to score. Eventually they started – I think Indiana realized, gee, after six three-pointers, they better guard Bohannon. And they started doing that, but I just think they needed more from Pete, and for some reason he just didn't deliver. Why do you think that was? I don't know. I don't know. He just didn't have any energy. There was a couple other times in the second half, one time where he dribbled the ball off his foot and didn't make much of an effort to go forward with about six minutes to go, and Fran took him out. And I I just I don't know. I don't know what his problem was. They, they didn't say anything about injuries afterwards. I was waiting for that. But, no, they um, Fran never said anything about injuries, and Pete didn't say anything about injuries. So I guess you just mark it down as a bad game. And it was one of the few times where Pete has struggled offensively in which they've lost. They usually have figured out ways to win when he struggles offensively. You know, it's from that standpoint, as Trent said, it was the second half where things really got totally off the rails. But I, I just would have thought, knowing how important that first game was, and if they would have won that, they probably would have been in the dance instead of the NIT. I, I just I, I would have thought the coaching staff would have implored them to try to make something happen. I thought it would have meant something, but... Can you put your finger on it at about the 12-minute mark in the second half why things imploded? Well, that's kind of how this team has been. What I wrote afterwards, just when you think you know this team, mm -hmm. it does something to surprise you, good and bad. Just when you're ready to bury it, hey, it wins three, four games in a row. Just when you're ready to anoint it, yep, here we are, it unravels down the stretch. I think that's just what this team is. I think 
maybe when it all comes out in the wash, this was an NIT team the whole time. We just had to see it happen. And though I'm granted this path to get here was all over the place, up and down. And But that's this team. That's what it is. We found out that it still wasn't above having those types of performances. I mean, the transition defense in the second half was horrible. Fran even admitted that. I mean, just the way they play defense, there's no way they were going to win. And I think a lot of them kind of fed off Pete. I mean, and Pete just didn't, he just didn't seem to have a good energy vibe during the game. Mm-hmm. And that carried over, you think, then to the rest of the team? I don't think it helped. I just, yeah, I just don't think they just didn't. And it also didn't help that Nicholas Bear was off. I mean, right. he was way off. Way I mean, his off, first yeah. couple shots were not even close. They didn't even get the rim, Pat. They didn't even And then if you remember, the he was hesitant to shoot the rest of the game. Yeah. Indiana realized they started laying off him. He couldn't drive. And it just was the perfect storm of bad things to happen. And then Indiana got hot in transition and made threes. And when Indiana makes threes, they can beat about anybody. They were pushing Georgia Tech last night, but then they stopped making threes in the second half and fell apart. So uh, also in the game, Bohannon, he gets his first double-double of his career, 24 points, 10 assists. Mm -hmm. He played well, shot it well, and kept him when they didn't play very well in the first half in the game. Uh, Bohannon going forward, we we understand defensively he still has a long ways to go, but what can he morph into? What what can he be? Is this a guy that can turn into a guy that's all Big Ten his junior-senior season? I mean, is the upside that high still with Bohannon? Well, when you can score and shoot the way he does, that's, Huge. I mean, that's half the battle right there. So, yeah, I think there's not saying he's Scott Skiles or anything like that, but Scott Skiles was a scoring point guard who averaged 20 to 25 points a game. Right. I could see Jordan, he's not as strong or just physically as tough as Scott Skiles was. Scott Skiles was thick. He was a big, he wasn't tall, but he was a big guy. Jordan's more finesse, but yeah. If you can make three to five three-pointers a game, which I see him probably doing for the remainder of his career unless defenses just go out of their way to shut him down, and if that happens, that's good for everybody else. Yeah, I think he's going to have a chance to be a really good scoring point guard because his ball handling and passing are way above what I thought they were going to be when he got here. Which leads me to think that if they get some uh, upper body weight on him in the off season, if he puts another 10 to 15 on, uh, he's going to be terrific then when he tries to take the ball to the basket because he will have that extra upper body strength. Yes, and he will also have the defender right in his face because they're going to have to be, which gives him the advantage too. It's easier to beat a defender that way than a defender who's laying off you three or four feet. So he will have that advantage, but he's a gifted post-feed passer. I mean, he's as good as feeding the post as any point guard I've seen for Iowa. He, he's he got the ability to throw bounce passes right where they need to be. So. What's going to be different next year, because I've already looked ahead to next year, I'm thinking Iowa's easily a top-five team next year. You've got Maryland. You've got Northwestern. You've got Iowa. There's a ton of teams. Look at what Michigan loses. Look at what Wisconsin loses. Yep. I mean, Ohio State's losing. I mean, there's every, every team except for Iowa besides Pete, and then don't get me wrong, Pete's huge, but Iowa's shown that they can win without Pete, and they've got everybody else back. So Iowa's going to have expectations next year. Uh, would Purdue then be the team that might be, be – Schwanigan's going to come out and play. He's going yeah. to be gone, and I think with him gone, Purdue right. will definitely be in that top five. But like Michigan State, Miles Bridges is going to be gone, so right. it's hard to really – I like Iowa. I like Maryland. I like Northwestern. I don't think any of Maryland's players are good. I still think Milo Trimble comes back because I'm not sure if he gets taken in the first round. Yeah. And I, yeah, interesting. If you don't get taken in the first round, what's the point in going at this stage? So if he comes back – Maryland is huge, but definitely Northwestern. I think everyone, everyone but Sanjay Lumpkin's coming back for Northwestern. That's a huge nucleus there. Wisconsin's going to have good players, but I mean they'll have Hat back, but they lose Bronson Koenig, they lose Nigel Hayes, 
They lose Showalter. That's a big piece of that team, too. Illinois has got some – it's just, like I said, it's there for the taking next year for Iowa. And, like, they're going to have expectations because I think this freshman class has kind of caught everybody's imagination a little bit. And so it will be interesting to see when next season starts where Iowa is. It's going to be a, a, a weird year. I can't remember in my lifetime of 36 years, a year where – Iowa, Minnesota, and Northwestern are the three favorites. In the <laughs> yeah, Minnesota was the other. Yeah. That was the other team I was looking at because Michigan loses. I mean, Michigan loses Irvin. They lose. Right. They lose Derek Walton, who's playing as good as anybody in the country right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michigan was my pick to win the Big Ten tournament. Not. I didn't have any idea the emotion behind that playing situation, which obviously helped. But I think Michigan was poised to win that thing, regardless of that. I mean, they've got senior guards that are playing great right now, and they're very well coached. So uh, from a look to the future, a look to present day, tonight South Dakota comes in, winners of the Summit League in the regular season. They get an automatic bid to the NIT. Trey Dickerson is a name that a lot of people remember from his days in Iowa City. Him coming back to Carver, how do you think the reception will be for Trey Dickerson? I think it'll be okay. He actually kind of endeared himself to a lot of fans. He was very active on social media and I don't. He didn't really say anything bad when he left. Now right. I thought he could have had leaving during the season's a little extreme, but that was his deal. He did what he had to do. He came here and realized he wasn't going to play over Mike or Anthony and didn't want to wait around. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it'll be anything hostile. I, I think they'll give him some uh, a nice little reception and then hope that Iowa just pounds him. And that's what I I think. To, to me, this game tonight, if Iowa plays up to its potential, plays like it was during that week, that winning streak, they should control this game on the boards and the tempo and everything. So we'll see. But I watched California. I could have said the same thing last night, and Cal Bakersfield came out and just put it to him. Yep. And then California ran out of time trying to come back. Iowa doesn't want to put itself in a situation like that. You're, you're hoping then that you don't see the Iowa of the Indiana game, basically. That, the Iowa of late November, early December. The Iowa okay. that just didn't play any transition defense and then took bad shots that allowed teams to get out on the run. That's... That's what we saw against Indiana, and that's the Iowa where they really struggled. Pat Hardy from AllHawkeyes.com joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Pat, uh, let's uh, take a look, just kind of an overview of this team and the importance of them going on a run. I mean, you can make an argument of of what happened uh, back when Gasell and Woodbury, that group was freshmen, and, and they made the NIT Finals that helped push them to a great start the following season. Do you think this could be that kind of catapult going into non-conference next year, this team believing that they can win at a higher level? Oh, yeah, and definitely because they get to host three games. I, I wouldn't be near as confident if they weren't hosting, but getting to host all the way to the semifinals against teams that on paper they're probably going to say Iowa should win, to me that's an advantageous situation to be in. So now you just got to make sure you take advantage of it because, like, Fran said, if they lose tonight, it's all over. You can't, I mean, people are asking Fran about going to New York again. And he's, you know how Fran is. He's like Ferentz. The only thing that matters is beating South Dakota tonight. Right. So he doesn't like to look at the big picture thing. And I asked Fran on a teleconference if he thinks it's going to be easier getting his guys ready for this game because he's got so many young players, not like a, bu- a bunch of seniors who may be burnt out and depressed after not making the tournament. He didn't like that question. He's like, that's not a concern. Fran doesn't like to even consider stuff like that. To him, whatever's in front of you is a challenge that's worth embracing. You do it to the best of your ability because that's your job, and that's kind of how he looks at everything, and I think he gets frustrated when we don't look at it that way. Is there a tweak in the lineup tonight, or does he stand pat? I'm guessing he stands pat. I mean, he had Penzel in there. I could see Penzel over Wagner or what have you, but I think you're going to see the the, the core. You're going to see Pete. You're going to see Bohannon. You're going to see Tyler Cook, and – 
he can always experiment with those other two, which he's done at times. But I don't know. Um, I don't think whatever it is, it's going to be anything too extreme. So, uh, Pat, coaching change happening at Illinois. We know that with John Gross out, even though they win last night in the NIT over Valpo. Indiana, a possibility with Crean. Who is Illinois zeroing in on? What are you hearing about that one? And will Crean survive in uh, Bloomington? Crean's survival in Bloomington, I, I think, is still in his hands, isn't it? I mean, the guy was coach of the year last year. Yeah. So I'm not sure it's one of those things where the AD can walk in there and say, you have not done your job. If he leaves, to me, it's because of just the fit and the atmosphere there now. I read the column by the Indianapolis Star guy basically saying that they, the reason they didn't host their first-round NIT game was they didn't want fans to see the empty seats and hear the anger and feel it and mm-hmm. what have you. They're basically hiding the dysfunction that's there. And he says, since they're at that stage, both sides got to separate part ways. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think Crean has done enough bad to justify getting fired. John Gross, yeah, he, he needed to get to the tournament this year. He was close. It didn't happen. So now they are going to make – the names I hear, of course, the name I've been hearing forever is Fred Hoiberg. That's not going to happen. Right. You always hear Greg Marshall for any major job. That comes out, but Quanzo Martin is a name that's really starting to pop up a lot more. He's from East St. Louis, played at Purdue, so he's familiar with the area. He's from this area, so that's and last night they played like they knew their head coach was maybe interested in another job. They just didn't, they just didn't look good. They had some key injuries and what have you. But with this new AD there, um, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't watch him try to get somebody from the NBA. I mean, the Lovey Smith thing kind of came out of nowhere. So, but those are the names I'm hearing on the college ranks. And, like, you hear Greg Marshall, you're going to hear him with you hear him with any name, Everybody. the Wichita State coach. Because yeah. I would think at some point somebody's going to make an offer to him and he's going to try to take it up. No knock on Wichita State, but that's just kind of how the profession works. Yeah, it does. Doesn't he make, though, two and a half, three million? Oh, yeah, he makes, three million? he makes good money. Uh, and I don't think if he leaves, it's not a money thing. I don't think it's more of a prestige okay. and a challenge type thing. Okay. Gotcha. If, he were, if he were to leave. I mean, these guys, uh, yeah, they're all driven by money, of course, but I think with some of them, it's a challenge. I mean, it will be interesting. Greg Marshall's done enough to where I could see him being in line for some pretty good jobs. And the Missouri job, to me, is a good job. I mean, uh-huh. that, you get the right coach in there in the SEC, I mean, that could be a really good job. They've got great facilities. Think about where they're located, right in the middle of St. Louis and Kansas City, not far from Chicago. Missouri with the right, I and mean, Norm Stewart won there for years. I mean, it could be a good hire if you get the right person there. Let me uh, let me follow up then on the coaching. We know LSU is open now, but is the maybe most difficult turnaround job at NC State because you're in the ACC? Well, that and because you're right there with Shashevsky at just the peak of what's going, you know, of yeah. one of the greatest runs in the history of organized sports. I mean, he's been there for so long. And then you got Roy Williams at North Carolina. That's about a 12-mile radius. So, yeah, that makes it tough. I still say, though, if you get the right coach in there, you can win there. I mean, I, I think there's enough good players to keep all three of those programs happy. And Coach K's not going to be there forever either. I mean, I, I see him maybe another three to five years so to me, North Carolina State, and that's another name I've heard Greg Marshall mention for it. Uh, oh. To me, they should be able to get a good coach, but no, it won't be easy. I mean, it, to me, it might be easier winning at Missouri. I'm not knocking the SEC, but you take away Kentucky, what do you have? That's it, yeah, exactly. Florida yeah. at times. Yeah. Vanderbilt beat Florida three times. To me, it's easier to win at Missouri in the SEC than it would be in the Big 12 or the Big 10. You're exactly right, Pat. 8 o'clock tip tonight, but uh, no newspaper for you to worry about at allhawkeyes.com. 
deadline is no problem for you. You'll have everything up. That is true. Remember, we got spring football starting next week. We do. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we had already mentioned this a while back, Matt Vandenberg is not going to – remember, he hurt his foot. We talked about that a couple – and having him miss spring practice, to me it's almost a blessing because now some other guys can take more reps that he would have gotten now. You just hope that it's nothing that's going to linger. I'm wondering if maybe he tried to do too much too quick because we saw him on crutches about two weeks ago. So this has been an ongoing thing. But you'd rather have it now than in July. So that's basically that's about the only news football-wise I've been hearing. Always good to catch up with you, Pat. All right, gentlemen. Enjoy the game. Thank you, Pat. All right, see you. See you. Pat Hardy, allhotguys.com, on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. We'll be right back. Catch the biggest games, Westwood One Sports coverage of NCAA men's basketball on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Mr. Executive and Billion Automotive. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. This is Charles Osgood. Tax compliance can be a real pain for businesses. That's why I'd like to tell you about Avalara's powerful tax automation technology. Avalara simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax rate calculations and automatic return filing. Avalara's software already integrates with your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems, so it couldn't be easier. Find out how the good people at Avalara can help you at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees. Wait, we're not supposed to fly? Kind of like how a quarter pound of beef should not be in the four for four. Yet it is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any other bee puns? No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top.
You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees. Wait, we're not supposed to fly? Kind of like how a quarter pound of beef should not be in the four for four. Yet it is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any other bee puns? No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in all. The Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spot West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spot West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spot West Glen. And the Spot West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, I know everybody's still working on filling out their brackets. You have... Not everybody. Some people like to just get it done. They just like knock do, it out. They just do it like right from the get go. Absolutely, one shot deal. Go through it. There, not everybody is like you, Jim. I I've scratched out teams thing. and changed things. I, I see you got a lot of editing going. I on. do. I well, told are you. Are we are we ready to do this officially? Yeah, let's Our go. Official brackets. We'll get started here. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it a little continue bit. Continue on if anybody's got some thoughts, some upsets. Yeah, thoughts on Iowa State or even Iowa tonight against South Dakota. You can give us a call as well here at five one five. Two six four seventeen hundred. I always start upper left. Upper left. Okay. Is that is that what you do? Um, I just do all the ones, and then I start to go from there. Gotcha. So you just put the one seeds just and in then the next yeah, one. and then I go. I always go upper left and kind of work my way. All right. From so there. we'll start there. Then. Let's start out east. So the first one then is Nova. Yes, Nova. We both agree with that. Yes. One. No surprise. Who you got with Bucky and VTech? Uh, I'm taking Wisconsin. Let's go to the five twelve and the four thirteen. Do you see an upset in either one of those? Virginia against Wilmington, Florida against East Tennessee. I State. do, but I'm still taking Chuck in both of them. So, so wait, wait. Yeah. So, so you see an upset? I do, but you're not going. But to But I don't an think upset. it's going to happen. No. 
What fun is that? Well, I told you that's why I decided to do another one where I'm going to pick all kinds of upsets. But I've done I've done upsets later here in the in the round. SMU against the uh, I I have uh, Virginia by the way, and my first upset East Tennessee State. You got them knocking them off. Okay, going with the Lone Tree Iowa native uh, yeah. Steve Forbes to pull the shocker against Florida who. I have, that, good. I have SMU. SMU's pretty good. I'm with you there. Baylor, New Mexico State. I'm guessing you love Baylor. I so do. You're going all about the Bears there. I agree. Could be trickier than people think. Yeah. And another Iowa connection yep. there with uh, Paul Weir, yeah. the head coach. That was an assistant at Iowa back in the day under Alford. All right, let's go to Carol- South Carolina. I have Marquette. Marquette. Going with Marquette in that one. That would be my first upset because South Carolina is the 7 and Marquette is the 10. That's not really an upset. I know. It's not. People, oh, look at all the yeah, upsets. I, I got a bunch of nines. and no no no, 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 no. You have to go to Vegas and see where <laughs> where, where the lines are. Yes. All right. So uh, and, let's then it, I, and then I have Duke. And, of course, Duke. Yeah. yeah. Let's get to the Sweet 16 here, and then uh, we'll move on to another bracket. All right. Sweet I, 16, Nova, Wisconsin. Where are you going? I'm going Nova. Going with Nova. Mm-hmm. You, uh, I agree with you there. Virginia. You have against Florida. I have Virginia. You have Virginia. I also have Virginia, though, beating East Tennessee State in that spot. SMU, Baylor, I got the Mustangs. I, you know, a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. They really do. SMU is pretty good. But hasn't Baylor made runs to the Sweet 16 in recent history? They have. They've been to a couple of Elite Eights. Yes. It's either they're done early. Yeah, or they make or a they're, run. Or they're making no, a... That's kind of everybody. Yeah, but, but no. <laughs> but it's but either I, they I get, get upset you. in the yeah. first round. Or, or they're they in get it. to the, like, the Elite Eight. Yeah, they're in it they for a while. They get to the second weekend. So I'm taking Baylor. You're going Baylor. I got SMU there. Duke. Okay. Uh, Duke, yeah. Duke, yeah. yeah. I got Duke over South Carolina. You have them over Marquette. Yes. Elite Eight, Duke. Nova. Against Nova, we are in agreement. And to the final four, you have? Uh, Duke. And I am with you. I like Duke. I like the talent. I kind of wish, in a way, they didn't make the run in the ACC tournament. Oh, you just got, got a little tired? Yeah. No, no, not because oh. of that. Just because now more people are jumping on the Oh, yes, wagon. they are. Yeah. So we got one bracket done. We agree with the Elite Eight, Nova, and Duke, my big upset. I do have East Tennessee State over Florida. You do. And SMU beating Baylor in the round of 32. On the other side, Jimmy B, chalky as usual. Which is wait. Just wait till we do our next one. We'll continue on. Our brackets continue coming up on the other side. We'll uh, look a little deeper. We will go next to the Midwest region, Iowa State. Yeah. How far do we have the Cyclones going? We'll do that. We also have Lee Sterling coming up from Paramount Sports as we'll go inside the numbers with the NCAA tournament. And then John Walters, the voice of the Cyclones, at 140. All coming here live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. If you're a pro... You don't buy a little of this or that. You buy a lot of this or that. 
And at the Home Depot, you save even more. Save up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details. This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees. Wait, we're not supposed to fly? Kind of like how a quarter pound of beef should not be in the four for four. Yet it is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any other bee puns? No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Don't miss this amazing limited time offer from Sprint. Switch and get four lines of unlimited data talk and text, plus HD video and 10 gigabytes of mobile hotspot, all for just $22.50 per month per line for four lines. Just $22.50 per line. That's 50% off Verizon Unlimited and AT&T Unlimited Plus rates. And don't forget... Sprint's network reliability is within 1% of Verizon and AT&T. So, why would you pay twice as much for your unlimited plan? Hurry in for the best unlimited plan ever. Visit Sprint.com slash unlimited or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. After 331 $60 for line 1, $40 line 2, and $30 lines 3 through 4 per month. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Streams video at up to HD 1080p. Music at up to 1.5 megabits per second. Gaming at up to 8 megabits per second. Credit $30 activation fee. Prohibited network use. State deprioritization and restrictions apply. Draft House 50 is your home for all the big dance basketball coverage. Wall-to-wall TVs, excellent food, and every brew under the sun. For basketball, you have one spot to go. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at Relax. My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini Pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be a good old time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe. 